thank you for joining me. Today is the 4-4 date, April 4th, 2022. I appreciate all of you guys for joining us in this community. If you guys are looking for any of our affiliate links, the merch, any of that, getting in contact with us, just head on over to ZachRector.com. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about Gary Gensler losing control. And then once again, we got some bullish charts that we're going to be talking about. XRP potentially ready to hit $12 to $13 by May or June. Right on time, folks. Let's get into it tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Let's run it up. All right. Thank you so much for joining me here tonight. If you guys could smash that thumbs up as we get into this session, we got good news for the XRP army and for anyone who cares about cryptocurrency innovation in America. Let's get it. SEC Chair Gensler says his agency is considering how to split oversight of crypto exchanges between the SEC and the CFTC. Now, this is where this gets good. We have Brian Quintes, who was the former CFTC commissioner, chimes in with with the laughs. He says, ha, 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 you know someone is starting to lose control of the narrative when they publicly call for coordination. Absolutely. This guy is completely getting exposed, him and everything they're doing at the SEC to pick the winners and losers, the Ethereum free pass that we've completely exposed. I see we already got another five spot from Stathis checking in. I appreciate the super chats tonight, guys. Thank you so much for supporting the channel. Thank you so much. We got another one from Timothy Harris with the 20 spot. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate that so much. Thank you for all the support, guys. Let's keep it rolling. So Brian Quintez says, I agree. It's one thing to exercise statutory authority. It's another to manipulate statutory ambiguity and then hide behind deliberative process privilege to exert control and harm the very people an agency should protect. Remember, that's the mandate of the SEC, to protect investors. Are you feeling protected right now? What are your thoughts and feelings about Mr. Good Guy Gary Gensler right now, right? Not feeling so protected, and all we want is a level playing field. But this is incredible. This is admitting defeat. This is admitting the L. Take that L, Gary. It's fine. You and the Wall Street boys are still going to get paid. We already know that. It's all good, brother. Just give us our level playing field. Okay? So this is good. Now, once again, once again, huge shout out to TAIG XRP on Twitter. This guy or uh, this guy is making it easy for me doing my job over here. Because this guy is finding incredible documents on a daily basis. This one's coming from the European Parliament. Ripple XRP source in thread. So he gives us the sources when he when he shares us this information. As I posted, I tweeted today, I said the XRP community does the best research. We have been digging. We've exposed this whole thing from the SEC, from the partnerships at Ripple. We've tied this whole thing together. But this document in particular. Now, okay, you guys are tired of hearing all the influencers pumping you up, dumping you, FUD, fear. We're going to the moon. And, and I'm not here for that either. I want the documents. I want the partnerships. I want real adoption. I want to change the world. Right here, this is what we have from the European Parliament. They say, unlike Ethereum's inventors, Ripple's inventors did not sell portions of XRP via a crowd sale upon XRP's creation to fund Ripple Labs. The company was privately funded, i.e., they didn't do an unregistered securities offering just like Ethereum did, right? And then they go on to say that Ripple is an open source, P2P 
P2P decentralized digital payment platform that allows for near instantaneous transfers of currency regardless of their form, e.g. examples of US dollar, yen, Bitcoin. Okay, so we know that the European Parliament, uh, they were considering banning proof of work recently, right? We know where they stand on these issues. They're all about the carbon credits. They're all about the sustainability agenda 2030. They're all about these programs, right? Bitcoin does not fit in that model. Ethereum does not fit in that model. There's very few that do. It's one thing to be energy efficient. It's one thing to have instantaneous transactions, but it's another thing to have a company like Ripple that has gone to all the banks and the financial institutions to hold their hand. And that's what's critical. There's many other technologies similar to XRP where you can send instant payments at no cost. Where this gets exciting is we have the company Ripple here who's setting up XRP to be a world reserve currency that's as liquid as a G10 currency ready to run serious portions of the internet of value. And we have the deals here. We have the government agencies. As we were reporting over the past few days, TAIG XRP is digging up these documents that come from the Government uh, Accountability Office, the Department of Homeland Security, where they're calling XRP a bridge currency, and they're telling you, don't listen to me. Go listen to our own government tell you how XRP is going to be used instead of Bitcoin. That's essentially what they said in that document uh, from the Homeland Security, from the Government Affairs Office. And every government agency has basically deemed XRP to be a currency besides the SEC. But now Gary's saying that he wants to work at work it out, coordinate how to do things properly with the CFTC. And to have a, a former CFTC chairman in Brian Quintes coming, in, coming on here on the public forum and laughing at Gary Gensler. Now, now this goes to show you that the fighting that's taking place right now The corrupt corporation that was left in D.C. is dissolving. It's a house of cards that's falling apart on top of Gary and the rest of the gang, right? And we tie this thing together every day for you guys. But what what I want you to understand is that our governments aren't stupid. Wall Street, the bankers, are not stupid. They might be slow, especially when it comes to this newer technology. They might be hesitant to adopt it because they don't want to give up power. But don't get it twisted here. They've already sat down at the table with Ripple. They've already done the deals. They're saying in these documents why XRP has the unique use case that makes it better than Bitcoin. You're hearing from Rosie Rios, the 43rd treasurer of the United States, explaining that the train has already left the station. XRP is one of few cryptos that actually has utility. So stop listening to the influencers. Go listen. Go check out the government documents, right? It's all there for you guys. Huge shout out to the XRP army that continues to expose this thing on a daily basis, finding all those great documents for us. Now, one of the OG crypto bull XRP here on Twitter, one of the OG hype uh, bullish maxis. He's got the name crypto bull. So he's always showing us a bullish chart, which I do appreciate. He says XRP to $12, $13 by May or June. So once again, we look at this chart, and it's the same story from all the TA guys. Let me just summarize this for you guys. XRP is about to melt faces. It's about to make the rest of the space look silly. Okay, We're we're primed to be one of the first cryptocurrencies, the first cryptocurrency with regulatory clarity from the SEC, from the CFTC, and as it's been acknowledged here, from basically every government agency. 
And now you're seeing uh, across the pond there over in Europe, uh, the adoption over there as long as, uh, as well as Ripple dominating in the APAC region. But the charts are telling us that XRP is primed for a move and the charts take us guys to that double digit price. I'm seeing it from, from, from every, everyone, everyone. And that's where I get confused on. I see some influencers, some TA guys who can't seem to find on their chart where XRP even breaks $3. And I'm just like, what are you looking at that we're not seeing? I understand that we're bullish that, you know, we have a bias as XRP holders, but the TA, the technical analysis, I mean, everyone is showing us the same thing besides the haters. So, you know, that's why you got to be careful who you listen to these days. Continuing on, let's go to the world stage. U.S. National Security Advisor Sullivan. The conflict could go months rather than weeks. So I want you guys to be prepared. I understand that things are looking good. We have peace talks potentially happening between Russia and Ukraine. But they are warning that this could last longer. And I'm here to tell you today that even if the conflicts, the military conflicts wind down, which God willing they do, thoughts and prayers go out to everyone affected. Hopefully this thing does start to wind down, but the currency war is still underway and, and it's just getting started. And the resource war, the commodity war, the supply chain crisis is just getting started as well. So even though the militaries could call a truce and we could stop the conflicts over there in Ukraine, the currency war is still underway and we're not just fighting Russia, we're fighting all of the BRICS nations, we're fighting the, fighting the rest of the world that is done with the U.S. dollar. And even the people here in America, like you guys tuned into this show tonight, you guys are done with this system. You guys understand the inflation, the destruction of this falling empire that's taking place that we are living through. I just dropped a video on how to prepare for a recession, whiteboard session. If you guys haven't seen it, make sure you guys go check it out after this live stream is over. Continuing on. With the U.S. Mint seeing its strongest gold demand in 23 years, it is interesting to note that in 2000, we saw the start of an explosive run in gold. Gold surged 640% between 2000 and 2011. Just a bit of history. So compared to the cryptocurrency market, obviously 600% over 11 years is uh, a, a joke to us in the cryptocurrency market. However, what we have to understand is that when we have uh, tens of thousands of tons of gold being held by the central banks of Russia, China, and many other countries, all of the BRICS nations, India, Brazil, um, when we start to see gains like this, right, this is where the power shifts from the United States, from the West, from, from those who don't have the gold to those who do. Now, we're going to see if we do end up having gold here in America because we're starting to see a run, as we see right here, gold demand reaching the highest level in 23 years. So people are heading out, they're, they're trying to get their gold out of the vaults. There's a strong demand for gold right now because people understand that the dollar is on its last leg here. Continuing on, Egypt, see, and this is where this, this thing goes everywhere. We're talking about stocking up on essentials. I just put that, the video that I just dropped, uh, how to prepare for a recession. The last point was essentials. And I stated that you need to stock up now before the price shock, the shortages, and potentially they could start rationing food. Now that sounds like a stretch here in America where we're fat and happy and we're living good. But it's already started in other places across the world, the rationing. It's already hit other countries. Sri Lanka doesn't have enough cash to buy oil, to buy gas. 
and other countries, uh, we've already seen countries in Africa are starting to ration food as we speak. And you guys think, oh, it can't happen here. Not, not in my country. Oh, it's coming. And I hope you guys have a plan. Coming out of Egypt, they are reporting that they have strategic wheat reserves sufficient for about two months. Not even three months worth. This is coming from the cabinet, cabinet spokesman. So remember, a lot of wheat coming out of Russia, Ukraine area. Right, So this is getting held up. The supply chain crisis is getting worse. Let me continue on here. In normal times, there are 100 ships waiting to load or discharge at the Shanghai port. It's now 300. So we have tens of millions of people that are on lockdown right now in Shanghai uh, because what's going on over there. Currently, 300 ships waiting in that port. Folks, the supply chain crisis is going to get worse. You need to be prepared for this right now. Continuing on, Gold Telegraph says oil surging. The world's largest crude oil exporter, Saudi Arabia, raised oil prices to record premiums today. So Saudi Arabia's uh, raising oil. We reported last night, uh, Germany raising food prices like 20 to 30% overnight. It's coming. It's coming. And I hope you guys have a plan. Gold Telegraph reporting U.S. coal prices have topped $100 per ton for the first time in 13 years. When the United States coal miners said they were entirely sold out for 2022 in October of 2021, that was the signal. So this is my first time really hearing about the coal story, but apparently we're running out of coal as well. So it's just across the board, the shortages, the supply chain crisis, still not reaching a peak. It's only getting worse. Now we have good news coming out of UK today as far as them accepting stable coins as legal tender. But the UK's finance minister, Sunak, says, it is my ambition to make the UK a global hub for crypto asset technology. So while the rest of the world, while the rest of Europe, while Asia continues ahead, the United States, uh, Gary, is just now starting to say that we need to coordinate with the CFTC. It's an absolute joke. But it is very good to see the rest of the world moving forward. Guys, it's really good to see. They're starting to report now that all of the G7 nations, all of the G20, that they all need to have similar regulations and laws for cryptocurrency. So in my opinion, the United States is just lagging. They didn't want to relinquish control. They're holding the U.S. dollar reserve currency status, which is getting lost um, partially because of Bitcoin, but mostly because of the world stage events them weaponizing the dollar and uh, the rest of the world ditching the dollar, ditching our bonds and uh, cutting, cutting us out of trade deals, no longer doing trade with the U.S. dollars. <clears throat> so in regards to cryptocurrency regulations, I believe that that's why the U.S. has been stalling is because we have the most at stake with the U.S. dollar reserve currency status. But at this point in time, we know that uh, the show is coming to an end here for the U.S. dollar. And so we need to understand how that implicates us here in America. If you're tuning in across the world, you guys are already feeling it. The good thing about you guys in other countries is you guys are forced to just rip the Band-Aid off. I, I, I gave the example of Russia. Their stock market crashed. The ruble tanked. They just ripped the Band-Aid off. But now they're holding records amounts of gold. They haven't had to sell any of their gold. And now they're being able to determine who they sell their resources to based off if they're friendly, if they're not friendly. And if you're not friendly, well, you're still going to have to pay us in rubles, gold, or Bitcoin. 
So they're getting to do the deals on their terms because they got the gold, they got the resources, they got the gas. And and so what you're starting to see now is the shift of power. This uh, transition to a new financial system is underway. The hope uh, that we have here is that we are going to get a level playing field. Uh, we, we've abused our status of the reserve currency here in America as we spread our empire across the world. And, and in today's uh, empire of America, we didn't conquer these lands and claim them as ours and, and you know um, try to take control. We basically just wanted to be the police state of the world. We wanted to suck out the natural resources. We didn't care about the people or taking over that country, really. We just came to strip the resources, strip the wealth, and make sure that they were forced onto the petrodollar status, uh, petrodollar system. Sorry. But that time is up. I hope you guys have a plan here. Let's get a quick price check before we uh, continue on. Thank you for tuning in tonight. I appreciate all of you guys. As I stated recently here, guys, I, I'm checking the prices maybe once a day, you know. If we catch this pump, we're prepared to exit. We have our exit strategy set for all of our cryptocurrencies. If you haven't seen my most recent video that I just dropped before this live stream, go check it out. It's called How to Prepare for a Recession. Okay. Markets are looking good. Uh, XRP holding at 82 cents. Bitcoin holding at 46.5 and Ethereum at 3,500. So same prices as yesterday. This is looking good. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in, and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.